We are bombarded with all kinds of messaging in media every day. Who's the hottest artist? What's the latest trend in social media? What massive tweet will change the civic or religious landscape? What's the next in thing? Messaging's not so bad if we keep it in perspective. And that's what we're going to do right now, today. Keep life in perspective as we listen intently for God's message so all the others will make sense. Welcome to Message Daily with your host, author, speaker, L. David Harris. Peace and blessings, listening friends. We know that you could have chosen to spend your time doing any one of a number of things, but I'm excited that you have chosen instead to invest some of it with us. This is L. David Harris. I am your host, and this is Message Daily, where we give you God's Word every single day, and today is no exception. We are continuing in our devotional series titled The Genesis and God's Continual Presence in Our Lives. Today's caption is... Abraham's doubts. Let's pray, and then we'll get underway. Father in heaven, thank you for giving us this new morning. Thank you for giving us the privilege of of seeing how human beings, even faithful ones, can go through trials and tribulations, but more than that, how we can come through on the other side. I pray, God, that you will give us the fullness of your Holy Spirit and understanding, and that we will be holy. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen again. Abraham's doubts. Now, yesterday we were talking about the faith that Abraham had, the faith of Abraham. Of course, he receives this faith from he received this faith from heaven through Jesus Christ. Same way. I know it was the Old Testament, but Jesus was alive. Of course, he's eternal. Uh, So the fact is that we need to answer a question based on yesterday's discussion. How can we learn to keep focused? We're talking about now, 2022. How can we learn to keep focused on Christ and his righteousness as our only hope of salvation? Because we're moving, we're transitioning into a discussion about doubts, but we want to get ahead of that. We don't want to be buried alive in that. How do we keep focused on Christ and his righteousness as our only hope of salvation? What happens if we try to start counting on our own good works? What if we rely on our own good works? Well, we know that that leads to destruction, the path to nowhere land. And so we want to get ahead of the doubts. Uh, But we're going to talk about now Abraham's doubts, Abraham's doubts. The father of the faithful didn't become the father of the faithful overnight. You want to have faith? God is going to test you with trials. You want to have patience? God is going to test you with people that make you impatient, right? Or situations you're waiting for something, and it seems as if that thing will never come. God is going to test everything that is testable in our character. And if we surrender our will to God, we will come through as pure, fine gold. And for this, I am thankful. So Abraham's doubts. Let's go to the book of Genesis chapter 16. We're moving swiftly uh, through the chapters, but we're going somewhere. Uh, Chapter 16 of the book of Genesis. And the Bible reads, now Sarai, Abram's wife. So we see now that the name changes have not occurred. So the intent of God uh, in terms of him being a great nation, uh, a great nation, which includes you and I, by the way, is not fully in 
the scenario yet. God has made the promise, yes, and his intent is there, but we don't see that fully exercised here because his name is still showing as what? Abram. We'll get to that another time if the Lord spares life. Uh, so now Sarai, Abram's wife, bear him no children, and she had an handmaid, oh brother, an Egyptian whose name was Hagar. And because we know, some of us know the story and how it develops, it's like, oh, Lord, why in the world do we do this to ourselves? He already tried this thing with Eleazar being a part of his household and and suggesting that God uh, keep his promise by, uh, you know, bringing seed through Eleazar. And then technically he could be an heir to Abraham's house. Right. No, 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 no. And so now Sarah comes with a worse argument, a worse scenario. And uh, well, verse two, here it is. And Sarai came to Abram. Uh, Behold, this is what she said. Behold, the Lord hath restrained me from bearing. Why did she say it that way? That's another discussion. I don't want to get distracted. I pray thee, go in unto my handmaid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. He wasn't going in there to ask her for a child and she pulled the child out of some hiding place. No, he was about to do something and hey, and Abram hearkened unto the voice of Sarah or Sarai. And Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her handmaid, an Egyptian, after Abram had dwelt 10 years in the land of Canaan and gave her, why did she do this? Gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. What? And the verse continues. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. So now Sarah, uh, Sarai, is going to her husband and saying, well, since God said that you're going to have a baby and I know I can't give you one, you just go ahead into to Hagar and you two make a baby. That is not Good. Can we just say, brothers and sisters, that the idea of a man being with a, a, a woman that is not his wife for any purpose, and I say with, I'm saying sexually, any purpose in that regard is a recipe for disaster. And we see in Abram's case that this, this disaster continues into 2022. There are warring factions today because of this mess. Oh, Lord, help us with our doubts. Help us not to make decisions based on fear and doubt. Help us to simply believe you when you say something, and then we can see the positive, beautiful outcome in your good time and not try to make up something so that we can, uh, I don't know, bring our humanity in it. And so, well, the Bible says here, and and he did it, he did it, and went into to Hagar, verse 4, and, and she conceived, and when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. When I was a child, there was a, a saga, there was a, a soap opera that my mom, my late mother used to watch, uh, Days of Our Lives, As the World Turns, and all kinds of other stuff. That's what this looks like. What a mess. And uh, Sarai said to Abram, my wrong be upon thee. Now she's blaming him. I have given my handmaid to you. Uh, and, and she saw that she conceived, and I was despised in her eyes. The Lord judged between me and thee. What? How did we get here? Well, there were doubts. 
Uh, humanity did not trust God to do what he said he could do. And then we invented some kind of way uh, to have the fulfillment come to pass in our lives. Why don't we just let God be God? If God be God, then serve him. If God makes a promise, then you wait and see. Yes, be still and know that he is God. But Abram, and uh, he said to Sarai, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her as it pleaseth thee. Uh, and when Sarai dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. And the Bible says that God didn't leave this woman, Hagar, out in the cold. The angel of the Lord, verse 7, found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain uh, in the way of Shur. And he said to her, uh, whence comest thou and whither wilt thou go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress. And the Bible says, go ahead, yield yourself to her. I'm going to bless your seed. I need you to yield to her. And uh, Lord, I don't know what in the world we're doing here, but Lord, teach us how to be submissive to your will. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. Always remember what God says matters most. His message shared through our lives has the power to change the world today and provide hope for the future. This has been Message Daily with L. David Harris. Until next time, make it a great day.